ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, March 14th. We've made it. We've made it to Tuesday. Welcome in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I thought I was going to have to call this guy up. i got to get headphones for him now. He is here early. I've got a special guest coming up here in the next few minutes. He is Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. i got to get you headphones. I'll get you headphones. So, I'll tell you what. Since you're here early, I'm going to go ahead and take the break now. Get your headphones. Thanks to some fast work by the staff here at Kinder Communications, we got Christian Spears some headphones so he can actually hear me now. I thought you were coming on the phone. This is even better. Thanks for thanks for doing this in person. I appreciate it. Yeah, the Regional Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors meeting ended a bit early or on time, as Trisha Ball would say. I like so, it. So here I am, live and in person. You are live and in person. Uh, there's a special reason why you're here live and in person. Uh, you've been on the job one year. Can you believe it, brother? I can. Actually, I can. March it's- 14th, 2023 was my official first day, and here we are. Wait, that was 2022. So here we are, one, are year, one year later. One year later. Yeah. And it's been a busy year. You haven't just cruised into a year. You've been active. You've been. We have dirt being broken at the baseball site. We have a lot of things happening. Yeah. Remember all the things that we talked about, right? I do. Hey, wait a second. When when is this baseball thing going to come to reality? You know, how are you guys going to get this done? What about the site? What location? And we are so far underway on that deal. We're. Re- announcing a really special camera that you can just look at all day long as we make progress on the construction, partnered with unbelievable Marshall alumni to build this deal, you know, have some significant funding from the state and the city to help us accomplish it. We still have dollars to raise because we're going to give our new head baseball coach, Greg Bills, all the bells and whistles to be successful. So we need some help on the fundraising piece, but you'll see a brick campaign getting announced soon so that every single person in Marshall who told us we would never build a baseball stadium couldn't put a brick down on the sidewalk leading into it. Okay. So brick you have a price on that brick campaign yet? Well, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have some different differential pricing, right? Some okay. people are gonna want, you know, the just a little brick that they can just kinda honor themselves and their family and, and people they care about and, and we'll have a really reasonable price point for that. Okay. And then we'll have, you know, a more elaborate brick that that, you know, hey, I never thought it would happen, so I'm going to put my money where my wealth is because I criticized for so long that I owe it to Marshall, and and I'm going to honor wh- what I said I would do, right, which is I'll help when you tell me it's real. It's real, and now we're asking for your help. Okay. I want a brick. I want a brick. Get no, a brick. I'm, seriously, I want a brick. Coming soon. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm, I'm buying a brick. Okay, my man. I'm, you've already got your first soul. I, I yeah, have, thank you. I have a personal reason I'll talk to you about that. We, need a, cool, we need a cool little saying or slogan for you, too, th- oh. to put on the brick. Okay. Right? The drive? <laughs> um, okay, I'm buying two bricks then. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm buying two bricks. Uh, Christian Spears is with us here. Uh, one year, uh, we had a lot of questions about things that um, you know, you've answered most of those questions. Um you, ans- you answer a lot of big questions. Like a year ago, we were asking about the state of basketball. Yeah. And here we are a year later. Yep. And I'm going to ask you first off, the state of basketball, we just got past the NIT selection show. That yeah. didn't happen for the Thundering Herd. Great season. I don't want to downplay the season. Great season. Marshall had a nice run in the uh, first ever uh, Sun Belt, uh, you know, run at it. Didn't go the way you wanted to. Yeah. 
So where are we at with basketball? What's your uh, what's your evaluation after a year of you being the athletic director? Yeah. So first and foremost, I love this program, right, and care about it deeply. Uh, the staff that we have, Coach Dan Tony, and the staff that he has put together, care deeply about this community, care deeply about our student athletes, care deeply about this program, and they deserve an opportunity to continue to build this thing into the program that we all expect it to be. We won 24 games. We have the player of the year. We had the freshman of the year. We had two first-teamers. We're, we're a top-10 scoring team, uh, our, our backcourt. We had two top 25 scorers, right? One of them returning, Andrew Taylor. Uh, you know, I'm really sad that we didn't get a bid because I think we would have made some noise in March, right? And, you know, what we've learned about this season is you're not going to get the calls in the Sunbelt Conference from the referees. We didn't. We did not get the calls at the I end of that game. I agree with that. Usually, uh, you know, um, some people think, yeah, you're being too hard on the refs. No, I yeah, agree. This yeah. was a tough league. Didn't, didn't happen. The league, in my opinion – wanted some of the original kids to be a part of that final game, and they got that, right? The three that they brought in, the four that we, – we made a splash. Now, all of us did. And we were at the top of the, of the rankings for a lot, of the, a lot of the season. And when you look at the football schedule, they didn't help us there either, right? So what we've learned is that we've got to earn our way in the Sun Belt. We can't expect to get the calls, so we've got to outshoot the refs. We've got to make our shots. We've got to make our foul shots when we get them. And when that happens, we're going to be super successful in this league because we walked into the league and won a ton of games, both in football and in basketball. Uh, but we've got to earn the respect, and that's going to come over time. And so we're going to give Danny and that coaching staff more time to do something spectacular because this program, this community, this university deserves a winner. The energy and the enthusiasm in our arena was spectacular. And Danny D'Antoni's system and offense has a lot to do with it. So I'm committed to Danny and what he's trying to accomplish here. Uh, and I can't wait for next season. Just to add on that thought, Tavion Kenzie and Andrew Taylor named to the National Association of Basketball Coaches, District 23 All-First Team, and the U.S. Basketball Writers Association released its All-District Team, and Tavion earned a spot on the District 2 All-District Team. So, you know, more accolades coming in today for Andrew Taylor who I'm sure uh, we're all lobbying to make sure he comes back since uh, Dan's you know, been heavy on that, making sure that the players you have, re-recruiting the players you have. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Tavion having a fantastic career. Yeah, no, we've got great kids in this program. Andrew's right front and center in that group. I actually met with the basketball team uh, for our program evaluation you know, just at the end of last week. And, you know, the guys are so great. They're just like, hey, these are the three or four things that we don't have that we would love to see. Uh, here in our venue or you know we need to make sure that you know we continue to perform at the level that we are and and I've already addressed a couple of them we're already working on those they know that uh, so we, we're going to keep everyone together and we're going to make another run and when it happens it's going to be that much more special what are those things that you're addressing you know you'd be surprised like the TV in the locker room didn't work. You know, the, the uh, sometimes we don't get to pick the food that we eat. Um, you know, can we have some say in the uniforms that, you know, we make? Um, Got to be great if we could design some of the – can I do the pregame music? I mean, our kids are the best, yeah. right? I mean, they're not asking for these out-of-bounds things. They're, they're just really kind, good people that represented us at such a high level that – 
that. Expect little things, and they'll go so far for that. And uh, again, I love our basketball program. Okay, so um, some soundtrack changes. Yeah, you know, little things that could be really fixed. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Wyatt's going to take that on for the team. Okay, he, he's going to be the official pregame music selectee, selector, and and of course, every single kid is going to have feedback in that. And it, and it will be the uh, radio version, just so everyone at home. Right, the radio edit. Yeah, could play as well. Okay, right? fair enough. Yeah. What are some of the things that maybe you've seen in basketball now you had to go with it that you think need to be addressed? Maybe not, not some of the things the kids have addressed. They've got, I'm sure, a different list. But what are some of the things that you still need to address or discover you need to yeah. fix? Yeah, some of, the, some of the glaring things for us is, like, look, we won the MAC. We won the Mid-American Conference. We beat every MAC team we played. They beat each other. You know, we beat Toledo, who beat Kent State during the regular season. Kent State's in the in the NCAA tournament. They lost multiple games. They lost Ohio. We beat Ohio. So we won the MAC. But we've got to play quad ones and quad twos. We have to do that, right? And so we're going to put ourselves in position in preseason MTEs, multi-team events, to force the opportunity to play a quad one. Believe it or not, they don't want to play Marshall. Our system is very hard to defend. We can run up and down. You got to score if you're going to beat us. You got to get some help some from refs too, but you got to score to beat us. And so people don't want to play us. Uh, so it's tough to get, you know, a quad one to come into your venue. So we got to go to their venues, or we got to meet them on a neutral site just to get the games. And if we can go, literally one and one against some quad ones, and it updates our tournament resume like you wouldn't believe. Even losing multiple games to quad one actually helps you because you played them. And then when we do schedule a quad four, we cannot lose that game because it just destroys your net. Your, your, you know, so we were 83 in the net. Um, you've got to win your every – if you're going to schedule a quad four, you have to win it. If, and you got to get at least two quad ones on your schedule. So we're going to play in a preseason M- MTE to make sure that we do. Anything um... – too early or just you know you got any destinations you're looking at you know like brian's gonna kill me because he's gonna package something great in our season tickets or you know have some kind of creative way to sell it but we're going to the cayman islands going to cayman islands okay and and i think the teams that are there have that they've secured is wake forest cincinnati drake those will all be quad one and quad twos uh and you know we got to do our part we got to go beat them Right. So, hey, and there will be an opportunity for people to join us in the Cayman Islands. Now, now it's going to be a really fun trip and there will be a price tag to it. But if you're one of the people who's lucky enough to join us on that flight to the Cayman Islands, I promise you, you're going to get great basketball. And it's probably fun in the sun, too. Christian Spears is with us. Uh, one year anniversary of being the athletic director of Marshall University. I know we talked a lot about basketball, but that's not the only thing that you're focused on. You've got baseball, softball, everything that's going on now, and then looking forward to football and, and recycling everything. What's your, if you're going to put it down to one thing, what's your, uh, what's the accomplishment you're most proud of year one? Uh, you know, the staff that we've put together, right? It's the people that make all of the difference for us accomplishing the things that we're trying to do uh, on behalf of Marshall. And the senior staff that we have, the, the administrators that have locked in, decided to make Huntington or, or this region their home, uh, found a way to get here or be inspired by being here. You know, there's 
exceptionally good. Up and down our lineup on our senior administrative team, there are absolute rock stars. And they do the majority of the work. And they don't, you know, for whatever reason, Brad gets the credit or I get the credit or a head coach gets the credit. But the work is being done by our senior staff, and they are exceptionally good. So I'm just super proud of the team that we put together. You know, uh, uh, one of the magazines is doing an article on the new athletic department, and they have a picture of our senior staff. Arlen's actually here with me today, and she uh, put all that together. Uh, she's our special assistant, and she oversees our student athlete advisory committee and, and all of our community service projects. Anyway, it is this spectacular photo, and and it's those people that do all of the work, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun putting together a team. Christian Spears is with us, Marshall's athletic director. It's been one year on the job, and there are a lot of projects that are going on, continually going on, things I'm sure that are going to happen for you soon. We'll get into all of that when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Tuesday, March 14th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Always a pleasure to welcome in studio Marshall's Athletic Director, Christian Spears, on his one-year anniversary of taking the job. It was a year ago today. Uh, we were all over at Jones C. Edwards Stadium, and uh, you were asking, uh, you were getting asked a lot of questions from media members like myself. I was asking stupid things like, hey, we're going to do hockey here, you know, and you were looking at me like, Really? That's that's what you're going with, Paul? That's what you're going with, huh? That's that's the question. I, I do remember the hockey question. Yeah. You know, instead we decided to bring back men's track and field. That's fine. Probably you know? a better choice. Yeah, I that think so. Helps football a little right. bit better. Yes. It's a yeah. good that's a good place to start. It, bringing back men's track and field. It was, and we had our first indoor meet and I'm watching the sixty get run and I'm seeing four kids from Marshall go one, two, three, four. You know, and Rasheen Ali couldn't have looked better, right? And and he finished third, <laughs> so we had two guys faster, right? And he looked amazing. So that was a really cool moment to see our guys don the Marshall uniform and, and run track again. And, you know, I've met with a handful, mm, 30 or 40 track and field alums that, you know, are ready to help us, right, and do something to, to build an outdoor track, which is part of our, our long-term game plan and our strategic plan. So I'm confident that'll come together, and and that'll be a great community-wide community engagement opportunity because we'll host we'll host other events in our brand new out outdoor track and field complex when we get to that point. Christian Spears is with us. So you've got a lot of things that are under your belt, things that you've gotten accomplished, things that you still want to do. You know, recently in front of the uh, board of governors. Um, it's out on the internet if anyone wants to go find it. A lot of uh, a yeah. lot of pretty pictures of uh, things that might happen in the end zone and uh, upgrades to facilities. What's the immediate short-term plan and what's the long-term plan? Starting with football, I know there's a lot of things you want to do to enhance the experience at Marshall. Yeah, football first and foremost. Obviously, we did the field last year, got that done, and now it's the video board project. And boy, is that uh, coming together quite nicely. We have a great group helping us make sure that we can procure a video board for this fall. You know, our internal staff is already kind of working amongst themselves to decide when that date is actually going to occur. What date will the scoreboard get installed? Uh, you know, we're going to get that up and running and working and, and excited about that. And so that's a big initiative. You know, we're going to expand the concourse and we're going to have to do that. 
you know, some some things happen in our in our state related to the concealed carry law, and that's going to require us to do some things around the zone, right? We're going to have to, you know, be prepared a year from now to start doing some metal detection, right? It's a requirement of that law. Venues over 2,500 seat capacity, which, you know, you know we're at 30,475, and I expect to get us there. I expect 30,475 to come and represent. So we're going to have to figure out how to expand the concourse to give people more room. We're likely not going to let people leave ever again, right? Once you enter the venue, you're going to have to be at the game with us, and, and so we're going to have to have better amenities, better bathrooms, better food, better concessions. Uh, so we got a lot of work to do in a year to get football prepared for that for that new law. It's it's interesting how that law is going to impact our game day environment, uh, but I'm confident our team will come up with some great solutions and provide a fan experience that is second to none and and help us win ball games. Are we looking at major renovations of the concourse area? You mentioned expanding. Are we talking yeah. about pushing it out further? Are we talking yeah. about uh, you know new concession areas? Uh, you know. Or are we talking about just uh, fencing, pushing it out a little bit? You know, what, what do you we, think? We've got to get all the options on the table, Paul, okay. and make some decisions based on the finances, what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, it could be as simple as extending a fencing system that extends further out into the parking lots and, you know, give people more opportunity to commingle. It could be that. Or, or it could be, you know— creating new infrastructure that includes additional bathroom facilities and additional concession stands and extending out around the perimeter. Uh, we are a bit landlocked there, right? Let's not let's not forget we got a working alleyway behind the building. We got a building directly adjacent to us, the indoor, right, practice facility. Uh, and then and then we have the other side that's that's our premium parking area. So uh, it's going to be a well thought out process with a lot of different stakeholders involved. Uh, but we'll make great decisions that, that put us in a position to win ball games and create a fan experience that's amazing. Christian Spears, my guest, Marshall's athletic director on his one-year anniversary as serving as the athletic director, Marshall University. Uh, the scoreboard, we talked about that a year ago. You said you wanted the largest one in college football. Um, I know this is killing you, but you pared that back just a little we bit. We did. We did. Unfortunately, I know you wanted yep. the biggest. Yeah, uh, my self-esteem got the best of me, but we um, unfortunately our sight lines don't allow for the biggest. Uh, but it'll be between third, three, four, and five. Uh, I'm trying to get Clemson's dimensions, and, and that's at third right now. Uh, so hopefully that procurement process will go as we expect. Every single major video board company came to Huntington to review the RFP, RFQ process and submit a bid to provide our scoreboard. That speaks volumes about you know who we are, what our brand means to college football. Every single company that makes video boards came to Huntington to bid, to build our football end zone scoreboard. That, that's that's all you need to say. So in a lot of ways, it's going to drive down the price. And maybe one of those video board companies will say, you know what, let's try to build the build biggest, right? And let's figure out the Curve it a little bit. Yeah, 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 let's figure well, out the We can make lines. this happen here yeah. because you've got a big plan for that end zone. Um, the, I do. I, yeah, we do, yeah. I hate those rector set seats. I'm, I have not been shy about it ever since they went up. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I have irked a lot of people at that university uh, <laughs> because I, know, I don't like I those seats. Yeah. And they're going out eventually. They are. They are eventually going out. We do have a really 
great vision there for some from some end zone suites and a really dynamic area. You know, we've got to raise the money. We've got to get board approval. We've got a lot of work to do there. The video board, I think, is really going to help us because it's going to really, like, make that space special and unique. So, you know, give us a couple of years. It is on the All-M campaign. Uh, I think we had a 2027 completion date. Uh, so it will be a few years before we're, we're all going to be enjoying ourselves in that in-zone area. But as we build this program and continue to be successful, uh, there's going to be a reason to have additional suites, additional premium areas, uh, and that in-zone project will come to life. Christian Spears is with us, Marshall's athletic director. He is uh, one year on the job now, and already a lot of people are uh, messaging in, texting in, and um, they're excited for a lot of the things that are happening. Yeah. Also, um, I have a couple of people texting me wanting me to confirm this is how uh, fast news gets. Oh, yeah. That Dan D'Antoni is coming back. So I've had a couple of people uh, from higher up wanting me to confirm that. Yeah. If, if Danny wants to come back, Danny's coming back. Okay. Right? So him and I have had a couple of different preliminary conversations about our future together and, and what we're trying to build here at Marshall. Uh, you know, he's at the state championship game right now recruiting the next generation of the Thundering Herd, and God love him for that. Uh, we'll meet tomorrow and, and try to get something more formalized. Uh, you know, Danny has the value of a really simple contract that was produced uh, before I got here that allows us to extend him. And, and I'll, again, have to go to the Board of Governors and, and seek approval on the term and the length. Uh, but I am super excited about the direction that we're going in Marshall basketball. Uh, and I'm super confident in Dan's leadership and how he connects to this community and the way our kids play for him. And, you know, I, my seats are directly behind the bench. Yes. And, and I do that purposefully because I want to understand and hear how you coach, what you say, what we draw up, what we're running, how the kids are reacting to it. And, and we're locked in. And Danny's locked in. Since I brought you back to this topic, just yeah. I, I want to ask – as we move forward into the transfer portal era yep. and recruiting, you mentioned to me last year that you wanted to know every coach's plan for recruiting, who is designated for this job, who does that. Uh, as we move forward, you know, do you anticipate more resources going towards basketball to maybe be able to work that portal, work recruiting? I know it's apples and oranges comparing football to basketball, but it's yeah. still very valuable. Yeah, it's – it's not necessarily about the resources. It's about the people and what you put in front of them and who you put in front of them. So, you know, we never really had the tools and the, the things that young people look for today. But if you've toured our facility recently, new basketball court, new practice gym, the Pathway Project, uh, better food, better nutrition – you know, coaches that deeply care about you, a university that's going to make sure you have a first-class education, an academic center that, you know, arguably is the best in the Sunbelt Conference, the support staff necessary to make sure a kid reaches their full potential. We had those things, but we weren't emphasizing how important they were. And, and I think we're doing that now. And I think our student-athletes feel better, our coaching staff feels better, and we're going to be able to recruit better because we're paying attention to everything. Everything matters, and people are starting to recognize that. And staying with basketball, I'll switch just a little bit to women's basketball. Tony Kemper taking yeah. uh, another opportunity. Um, he was an outstanding community leader, I think. Uh, you know, one of my favorite coaches. Yeah. And he's taking a different opportunity, which it's sad for a lot of reasons. But at the same time, 
you get the opportunity now to bring in someone else, and it's it, that's a catch-22. You hate yeah. to lose a coach, but at the same time, you get to bring someone else in, and they bring in their own energy and excitement. Um, how is that process looking so far? I know there are a few names that have been thrown out there. I'm yeah. not sure if you want to comment yet, but uh, you're looking to bring the very best person you can in. No question. Yeah. First, let's start with a thank you to Tony. Like 11 years with our program, right? Five as an assistant and the recruiting coordinator. Six as the head coach, shepherding us into the new Sunbelt League and then taking a 17-win season and, and going back home. Um, full circle for him. He came from Central Arkansas. You know, the athletic director at Central Arkansas is a bit old school. God love him. Uh, Brad called me and said, hey, I'm going to recruit your head basketball coach away. And that just doesn't happen anymore. And so a lot of respect for Brad reaching out to do that. And, you know, yeah, totally understand it. You know, he had a chance to hire Tony 11 years ago and didn't. And the program has gone through two coaches since. So he circled back and went back to a person that he knows and trusts to build that program. So congratulations to Coach and uh, Central Arkansas. Now, for Marshall, we are going to go get someone amazing who can build a championship-level program here quickly, right? And we're going to make a commitment to this person because it's going to take a little bit of time. We've looked the other way a little bit over the last 11 years. We got really comfortable. Like, hey, Tony's good. We don't have to worry about it. So we didn't emphasize the women's basketball program like we should. right? So we had one year together to do that. You saw 17-win season and a lot of updates. Um, we're going to get a brand-new coach, and we are going to invest in that person in this program. And I expect this community to rally around women's basketball like they do men's basketball. We're going to go get somebody that deserves a championship-level crowd participation, right? So we're going to build something amazing in our women's basketball program, and this community has to be all in if it's going to happen. And to echo your sentiments, when I spoke with Tony Kemper after the announcement, he uh, unsolicited told me, you know, everything's going to be fine at Marshall. Christian is doing it right. So he gave me basically the thumbs up that everything's good at Marshall and explain, you know, the reason why he took this opportunity, which, you know, I, I understand and respect as well. But, you know, he said, hey, Marshall's fine. Marshall, yeah. there's no problem. Marshall, everything is is on the rise. Yeah, we met with the team the other day, me and Beatrice, and talked with the, the women's basketball student-athletes. And, you know, initially there was some, you know, some tears, right? And and by the by the time we left that meeting, you know, I'm, com I'm convinced that every one of those student-athletes will remain a part of this program and can't wait for the new leader to get here so they can show what they can do to build an unbelievable foundation in our women's basketball program. They're excited. My guest is Christian Spears, Marshall's athletic director, his one-year anniversary. We're going to take our final break, come back. We're going to leave the rest of the show for anything that maybe uh, we missed that uh, Christian would like to highlight. Uh, we will get some of your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're back for our final segment. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Joining me is Christian Spears, Marshall's Athletic Director. One year ago today, we all met Christian and uh, found out about him, his uh, commitment to the community, uh, his family. Uh, he really uh, wants to be a part of the community. One year later, here he is. And speaking of family, I think we should give it a shout-out before we continue. 
Um, we're all rooting for Alabama. We have yeah. a pass to root for Alabama just just this once, just right. this once. Not Marshall, Alabama. Right. In the NCAA tournament, there's a special <laughs> connection there. Your son is on the roster. That's true. Kai Spears, my pride and joy, my little buddy. Uh, you know, he uh, he's worked really hard his whole life at the game of basketball. It, it was early on that he loved it and found a passion for it. Won a state championship in Pittsburgh his senior year at Bishop Canavan and had a chance to walk on as a preferred walk-on for Coach Oates at Alabama. And, you know, won an SEC regular season title, won a, won a tournament title, and now the number one seed in the tournament. Uh, so, yes, a lot, of, a lot of interesting things have happened at that institution, that tragic death. And it's just so overwhelmingly sad what happened there on so many levels. And, you know, he's learned a lot about adversity and managing it. And, you know, for, for a father to see his son grow in so many different ways, um, it's, been a, it's been a special year. So we'll see what happens in the tournament for them. And, you know, my heart goes out to that family that, that lost their loved one. And I know my son feels the same way about it. So, you know the lessons that you learn in life through participation in athletics go far beyond the game itself, right? So um, it's been a unique and an emotional experience for my boy. And that's one thing that, you know, for the year I've known you, uh, I can say uh, with confidence that the student-athlete experience and everything that they go through uh, is important to you. I mean, the wins and losses are important as well, and that's part of the experience, but, you know, from the year I've known you, how does it benefit the student athlete? It seems to be uh, the, the the recurring theme. Yeah, no, the you know I'm sitting by a former student athlete from Pitt. Arlen was a student athlete at Pitt for the five years that I was there, and she now works for us here at Marshall, and she knows this to be true. It is why we do what we do, right? Our student athletes and their experience has to be remarkable, and. Marshall will win championships when we have a remarkable student-athlete experience. I saw it firsthand at Pitt. Pitt was 137 in the Director's Cup. That's how athletic programs are ranked um, nationally. And when we got there, when we left this year, they're sixth in the country in the Director's Cup. And it's because we treat Pitt, treated the student-athletes like everything mattered. So we've brought that same dynamic to Marshall, and I hope our student-athletes know how important their experience is. I'm slowly but surely developing individual relationships with the ones that are comfortable getting to know the athletic director. A lot of times the kids don't, hey, I don't even know what the athletic director does. And others are like, you're the first athletic director I've ever known, right, and that I know cares. Uh, And our team and our staff all embodies that. And we're going to make sure that they have a remarkable experience here at Marshall. Christian Spears is with me, Marshall's athletic director, one-year anniversary. Uh, A lot of things have happened. Baseball, we've talked about that. You reconfigured the Henderson Center, you know, sell-out crowds now. Uh, You right-sized it, so many things. What's what's missing from year one that, you know, you maybe in the back of your mind wanted to get done in year one that, okay, I got to double down on year two? Yeah, you know, 
We have to do more to engage our campus community. The collaborations that we have within Marshall University have to be really sincere and really collaborative, and they're not yet there. We're, we're trying on so many different levels. Um, we have a partnership opportunity with the Help Center, which is a part of our provost office, our academic affairs office. The Help Center is is this remarkable center run by this amazing person, Hillary Adams. And it's a way to ensure kids that have diagnosed learning disabilities are able to achieve at the highest level in the classroom. And they provide all these services and understanding of those disabilities, and then they help them overcome them. Why aren't they working with the student athletes? Why isn't there something directly involved with that unbelievable campus entity that we can incorporate into our student athlete? process. And we've been working together trying to figure it out, and it's going to happen in this fall. Uh, But those are the kind of things. We have these unbelievable resources at Marshall that we need to partner with, and they need to partner with us. And when we do that, all students will benefit, and that program will get elevated, and how we care about the students will become vastly known on both sides of the academy, on the athletic side and on the Mm -hmm. academic side. And, And then we'll become one, Marshall, right, which is ultimately the goal. And we're doing that with our athletic training program. We're doing that with our general counsel's office. We're doing that with our housing and residential life. Every area we want a partnership with so that the experience that all students have is augmented. Makes sense if you already have something in place on campus. Instead of trying to duplicate it, you want to go and just strengthen what you have already there on on campus. Yeah, you know, Brad calls it centers of excellence. Christian, your desire to partner with our centers of excellence on campus makes a lot of sense. Make that happen, right? And then you're just motivated by this person who likes the concept, understands it at a different level, and then you feel empowered and emboldened to go try to make it happen. And, you know, the athletic tra- – Marshall Health does a better job managing athletic trainers than I do because that's what they do for a living, right? And let's let them do that for all of us. And all of our student-athletes will benefit from that expertise and their education. So uh, it's coming together. It's taken longer than I think it should have. You know, It's been a full year. But year two, all those relationships will be up and running. So what is happening in year two that maybe we haven't seen yet in, in a uh, multimedia presentation you know, or something that yeah, you've been wanting to do, you haven't been able to really express it yet, or you've just come up with it? I'm sure you have a plan. You're not just, you're not just throwing the stuff on the wall, seeing what sticks. You know, yeah. You've got an outline. You know, what can we expect a year two that maybe we don't know yet? What's uh, what's the new surprise? Yeah, for us, um, our initiatives are completely aligned with the university's initiatives. For, for this community to thrive, for Marshall to be amazing, we've got to have uh, a retention and enrollment system that is second to none, right? So we've got to create uh, reasons for people to come want to be a student at Marshall in every aspect that we have available to us. Marshall is extraordinary. And, and Brad's vision for Marshall for All, Marshall Forever, giving every student a chance to matriculate and graduate from Marshall University should be all of our goals. So we've got to recruit students that want to be here. Athletics can play this indirect role by providing this really fun, great experience with winning teams that go do things like beat Notre Dame, right? That go do things um, to represent the big M uh, in a really meaningful way. And that is going to be our goal. How can we help augment 
recruitment of students to come to Marshall. So adding men's track and field back was a recruitment initiative. As much as it was, I want to have men's track and field back because they deserve to represent Marshall again. It's 41 new students that otherwise wouldn't be here. And that's a recruitment opportunity. I want to expand band, cheer, and dance in a meaningful way. Cheer and dance report to us and the mascots. I want to bring together a cheer spirit squad program that is second to none. Why can't Marshall be great at that? And let's go get 100 new students that represent us at that highest level. And let's win a national championship in cheer and dance and in spirit and the things that bring students to a campus that literally brings spirit to the campus. The band initiative is a little bit more difficult. We, we're hiring a new dean. We have to look at ways that athletics can partner with that area. Not all of those students are, are you know, musicians. Some of them are engineering students that just enjoy playing in the band. So how do we help increase their opportunity to participate in band activities, honor the experience of playing in a marching band, and give them uh, reasons to come and be a part of Marshall, choose Marshall to participate in the band. You know, so I, as soon as we hire that new dean, I'm going to do everything I can to help double down on the band. We have 145 members. It should be double that. It should be double that. And what can athletics do to help the college grow the band? And that would include pep band as well for basketball, not just the marching band for football. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think athletics all by itself can recruit 500 new students in band, cheer, dance, the mascots, and then our new track and field program. Just by ourselves, working really hard with the people that care about those entities and grow our enrollment by 500. Just be better at it. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to help the university recruit students. You also, uh, I know we're going a little left field here, but the beach volleyball, since that's a sponsored sport. Yeah, you saw it. You I saw did, it I in saw the plan. It. I saw it. I mean, I can't get hockey, but I can get beach volleyball. Yeah. I actually joked with Ari Agnes a couple years ago about that when it was uh, initiated in Conference USA. Yeah. She said she wasn't the coach for that. So you'd have yeah. to go out and get a new coach as well. We probably would. Yeah, but I do think it would augment Ari's program. I, look, I think Ari is someone that we're going to you know, try to do something with long term. I got a feeling about Ari and what she's going to build here. And if we gave her a beach volleyball program to help her recruit to the indoor program, also a lot of these a lot of these student athletes do both sports. Some of them are very specific. Beach is a very different game. Uh, but the Sun Belt launched a campaign to develop a beach volleyball program in the Sun Belt. It starts in 23. It starts next year. We're going to have a championship season in the Sun Belt for beach volleyball. We have to decide if we're going to come on board with that. I'm, I'm literally looking for land for five beach volleyball courts in Huntington, right? I mean, it's like, who thought, who would have ever thought that we'd the be looking for sandy it? shores of the Ohio River. Can yeah. we make that happen? Yeah, we we have visited with the park district. Coach Sutherland has taken that on. And and we are, we are having conversation with them. Because I think a community would participate in a sand volleyball tournament if there was a sand volleyball tournament to participate in. So will you build it? On our behalf, we'll pay there our competitive season. Then you can have it for rack and leisure activities for the great families that live in Huntington. And this doesn't—you're you're not just throwing this out there. You're serious about this. I'm going to try. We're going to try. Our team is committed to trying. Right? Not everything is going to work, but we're going to review everything because, again, everything matters. You would like to see eventually every sport that makes sense is sponsored in the Sun Belt. Marshall has a, a team to compete in that sport. 
Yeah, we want to be the best institution in whatever conference we're in. We're in the Sunbelt Conference. We should carry the flag. And in order to do that, we've got to participate in all the sports that the conference holds a championship for. Uh, so beach volleyball is a sport in the Sunbelt. We've got to review it. Christian Spears is with us. we got a few minutes to go. Um, anything that maybe you would like to touch on that I didn't get to or you know, maybe I missed? You covered a lot. You know, we, uh, we're we playing our games at the Dirty Birds Park, a couple of them, mm-hmm. and a couple of them at Route 2. I don't, I don't know if you touched on that. I think that is a really cool relationship that we dis- established with the Charleston Dirty Birds. I'm happy to talk about that. Now, going into the Sun Belt, we knew that this would be a, a very competitive baseball league. You're a year out from the ballpark. Yeah. And you're going to play some of the games, and you're playing some of the games at Route 2. You've got Ohio State tomorrow. Hopefully it won't be cold like it is yeah. today. You can get that game in. You just added Cincinnati on the road game. Yeah. Um, seems like baseball is doing well uh, for a coach that just got here a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, he uh, he's brought that group together and got them playing at a really high level. You know, you just have to be a competitor if you're going to play baseball, and you got to always think that you're in it. Uh, and that's the beauty of that sport, right? You could literally score enough runs in any individual inning to kind of change the direction that the program, the the game is going. So coaches got them believing. And you know, we we when we host Ohio State, when we host West Virginia, we want to do it at a facility that we can play under the lights, right? And we we can extend a game if necessary. So you know, we'll be playing some of those games at Charleston, and and the Dirty Birds have been unbelievably good partners with us. Their new owner, Andy Shea, and I created a great little arrangement that's mutually beneficial because uh, he honors the student-athlete experience just like we do, and, and he wants Charleston and this region to have great baseball. And so a lot of respect for him and his organization and just thrilled to be a part of that facility. And the good thing about baseball is I, I don't think that we touch on this enough is softball is going to be a, a huge benefactor of what's happening with baseball. Oh my gosh. Megan is a kid in the candy store, right? When we go to the facility project review with the architects and, and Megan gets this brand new building directly adjacent from her softball field, Dot Hicks field. And she's able to put new amenities that she hasn't had before. And I just love it for her. And I love it for that program. And being able to get lights, a new video board, a new batting cage. Uh, she deserves it. That program deserves it. We're, you know, every one of those kids on that program is sincerely connected. Megan and her team are at love and commitment, right? That's one of my big philosophical things. Where's your program at? Um, and, and then you're going to know how successful they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Megan's program's at love and commitment. They care about each other. They're committed to one another. And we're going to win in that sport. So I'm thrilled for Megan and, and the softball program because uh, the future is so bright for them. Year number two begins. Christian Spears, our guest, Marshall's athletic director. Uh, I think we've got it all. We've been covered the entire hour. Yes, we did. Um, I appreciate you coming in because I thought this was going to be phone. Uh, but, no, you um, you convinced uh, your previous meeting to let you yeah. out early yeah. so you could get here. So I appreciate yeah. that. Hey, personal anecdote, man. It has been a year. You, you were my first interview, and, and for you to bring me back on my one-year anniversary – appreciate it brother thank you let's do it again next year and year after year after however however long you want to do it let's do it i'm here until brad tells me to leave hopefully that's uh no I'm, i'm with him i'm with him i love our president
That is Christian Spears, Marshall's athletic director. It's been a year since he has taken the job at Marshall University. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, our final show before we get into March Madness NCAA tournament on Thursday and Friday. So no show on Thursday or Friday, but back here tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.